Uh-oh, that's the wrong one. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Stop, stop. Sorry, folks, wrong opening. Here's the right one. Time for the Thursday free for all on the on the airwaves the Infinity Project. Good evening, everybody. It's Thursday night, or as I like to call it, Friday Eve here at Beyond the Airways, the Infinity Project. And since it's Thursday, that means it's time for the Thursday free for all. We got stories that'll make you laugh, think, cry, get upset. We'll fire off a rant rocket or five. <laughs> you never know; we may fire all five of them. Anyway, I'm your host for tonight. I am Oddball Stream, and I'm currently joined on the line by Red Ranger Tim. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, my dear. And our Asian magician will be running a little late. She's probably doing some kitchen work, as per usual, because remember, she is two hours behind us. We just had dinner, so that's perfectly legit. And remember, it's too legit to quit. No. <laughs> oh, my. You remember that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Too legit. Mm-hmm. Too legit to quit. No, I'm not yeah. going to for real. Don't ask. Yeah. So I still remember when Anthony Mackie did it on the on that Christmas special for lips, for what was it, lipstick battle. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Trust me, it's very funny. All right, so let's say here. Um, I think, I think I may get started with something. Let me explain what's going on, okay? I just got Avengers Endgame on Blu-ray yesterday. And I'll be honest, one of the first things I look for when I buy the movie is the gag reel. Because I love Uh. mistakes. I love errors. I love it when they screw things up. You know, it's like, these guys can make mistakes. Now... The Avengers movie is more than three hours. The gag reel time, one minute, 58. That's it. Oh, oh, oh. That's criminal right there. That's criminal. I was thinking there's got to be at least five minutes worth of bloopers in there. No, one minute, 58 seconds. For an over three-hour movie, that's downright ridiculous. That's beyond ridiculous. I yeah. would expect, I personally, no less than one minute for every hour in the movie. So if mm-hmm. a movie's two hours long, I would expect a minimum two-minute gag reel. Yeah. But I feel like I need to fire the extreme rare rocket, so guess what, folks? Take cover. <laughs> Okay, seriously, do not get me wrong. I love the Marvel movies, okay? They're great and all. But it seems like they're lacking in gag reels. All right? Because I know for a fact Spider-Woman... Spider-Woman, sorry, wrong thing. Spider-Man Homecoming, all right? Great movie. Blooper reel is only 2 minutes, 16 seconds. And then I looked at last year for Infinity War... The blooper reel was only about a minute and 14. It's like, seriously? Are you kidding me? What the hell is going on? And, and it gets worse. Um, Justice League, yes, I saw the movie. Yes, I bought the Blu-ray. But guess what I did? I returned it because I found out there was no gag reel on it. It's like, uh-uh, no gag reel? I don't want it. <laughs> and same thing with Aquaman. I thought there'd be a gag reel. No, no gag reel. It's like, come on, that's one of the reasons why I love getting these movies, to see all the mistakes they make. 
you know, have a little fun with it. No, it seems like lately they're, it's like they're getting less and less. It's almost like they're going to reach a point they're going to do away with it, which I think is stupid. Because brace yourself for a shock on this one. There's that show, Marvel's Cloak and Dagger. Okay, that's on Freeform. That's amazing. Their gag reel is over four minutes long, and it's longer than both Endgame and Homecoming put together. Oh, oh, that's just... Yeah. I mean, Marvel's Cloak and Dagger is on a, is on a teenage channel, of all places, but guess what? They've got a longer blooper reel. Hell, even Emma Lahana's made a, made a few errors in, in the thing, and it made me laugh. And oh. yes, I'm talking about the yellow, I'm talking about the yellow uh, Dino Thunder Ranger. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. She's in Cloak, she's in Cloak and Dagger as the detective. So, because... It was really crazy. When I first saw that name on the in the credits, I said, wait a minute, that name rings a bell. Emma Lahana. Turns out, yeah, she was the she's was in fact the yellow Dino Thunder Dino, Ranger. Dino Thunder Thunder. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know, there were some people saying, you know, will the will the Dino Thunder Rangers be back for this reunion? I said, Well, I don't think Emma Lahana could be back because she's busy she's busy on cloak and dagger. <laughs> I think the only the only one that I know of that will definitely be back is Austin St. John as Jason. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you have seen the, the trailer for it on YouTube, you actually see Jason appear in the flesh in front of uh, Devin. Mm-hmm. So, so you know that Jason will be represented by his actual actor, but I don't know about the other ones. Character-wise, yeah. there, character there will be a few others, but mm-hmm. whether they will just be people in suits or the actual actors remains to be seen. Right. Because I'll be honest, something, there's something I wasn't, I wasn't too happy about when they had that 25th anniversary episode. I felt like it went way too fast. At least I, it did kind of go a little fast, but at the same time, I felt it was done really well. Unlike Super Mega hmm. Force, hmm. I don't like Super Mega Force. I call it Super Fail Force because to me, that's all it is—utter failure. Celebrate the hmm. 20th anniversary of Power Rangers by putting in teams that aren't part of Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. With with no background information or nothing other than they'll they. Have never before been seen on Earth. Whoopie do. Yeah. If they were, if they were never on Earth, then they're not part of the Power Ranger universe, unless mm-hmm. they were explicitly stated as not being from Earth, like the uh, the Alien Rangers. Yeah. They use they use the Alien Rangers' powers, and they're not from Earth. However, they right. actually did appear in the series, uh-huh. and they were stated to not be. And they were explicitly stated as not being from Earth. Mm-hmm. For those of you who are Sentai fans, I'm referring to Ninja Sentai Kakurenja. Mm-hmm. But ones like Gosei um, Sentai Dairanger, which appeared in Super Megaforce, were of the same original source as the Mighty Morphin White Ranger powers. But mm-hmm. those suits were not used. Only the White Ranger suit was used. Right. So they treated the other five as if they were new powers never before seen on Earth. Mm-hmm. Gag, please. Yeah. But unlike but unlike that, Dimensions in Danger, despite the fact that I hate the notion of a multiverse, which I'll get I'll get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually, they actually had a bunch of returning rangers, all of whom had plenty of lines. They had a halfway believable story as long as you were willing to accept multiverse. And um, they actually did the veteran rangers interacted with the then current rangers mm-hmm. quite a bit. That that's how you do an anniversary episode. Yeah, but but I'm not a big fan of the of the whole multiverse thing because I think it's 
Number one, I think it's unnecessary. Number two, I think it's really, for lack of a better word, overblown. Yeah. I mean, that that's from more things like comic books and whatnot. Now everything. You know, I mean, it'll work. It works for Marvel. It wor- It works for Marvel. It works for DC. You know. But something I mean, like this, for, you know. Yeah. It, it, the only reason. It, it would even should even be used at all is the fact that Dino Charge and RPM were in different dimensions. Well, that's mm-hmm. fine, but they're still treating the entire team up as if it were part of an entire Ranger multiverse. Yeah. Really? You didn't even have to address that. You could have just had the Ranger show up and be done with it. Maybe they were yeah. the main universe counterparts of the ones in the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, why did we have to go that route? Yeah, it's like you know, have to remember, like part of the time, part of the time it had been on Fox, moved over to ABC, then it moved over to um, what was it? It was like Disney XD or something like that. Then it got moved over to Nickelodeon. So there's basically like three different. There's only like three different eras. Mm-hmm. And, and Beast Morphers that's airing now is the first mm-hmm. season of the fourth era, the Hasbro era. Ah, right. Because Hasbro now owns the entire franchise, not just the toy rights. Right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember about that. So. So yes, that is a big deal. Yeah, but boy, but I'll tell you something. So, sometimes, sometimes I've been seeing videos like you know, um, there's a group, the animated world of voiceover, and one of the one of the one of the person was James Avery, the late James Avery. Of course, he died just before 2014. But Uncle Phil on Uncle Phil on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Shredder on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I had no idea for the longest time that he was the one that voiced Shredder. Yeah, it was him. <laughs> I had no idea for the longest time. I it didn't was, either. What, either last year or year before, I think, when I when I finally learned that was him. I, no way. And it's like there's that there's that clip from the Fresh Prince where he's going off on that um, sheriff trying to bail out. Um, Will and Carlton, and he and it's like, man, it's like he channels Shredder right there. <laughs> because and then we find out, well, there's, there's there's one... we, yeah, we find out that there's a reason for that. <laughs> he actually mm-hmm. voiced him. Yep. Same, same guy. Like, well, now that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I'll remember. I will never forget this. Um, twenty. It's like for twenty-five years, I did not know that Grandpa Huxtable was the voice of Panthro. Oh my! Yeah, Earl Hyman, who plays Grandpa Huxtable on the Cosby Show, was also the voice of Panthro in the original Thundercats. Oh my! Like I did, I did not know that for twenty-five years. <laughs> And I sent in the chat room. And guess what? The chat's working tonight. Yay. Yay. About time on that one. Yeah, but it's amazing how you can get so blown away when you find out a voice belongs to an actor. To an actor it's like, wait, that was him? <laughs> it's like, that was him or that was her? I had no clue. But that's That's the beauty of the voiceover. You can never... <laughs> Which reminds me, I still need to watch that documentary I had. I know that voice. Have yeah. You, have you heard of that one? My name is that one. According to iTunes, it says in the documentary, I know that voice. Executive producer John DiMaggio, along with producer Tommy Reed, artfully give you a backstage pass into the fascinating and little known world of voice acting. An array mm-hmm. of today's most successful voice actors reveal themselves to discuss the art and skill of their work. Stars from such shows as The Simpsons, Futurama, Batman, SpongeBob SquarePants, 
Family Guy, Looney Tunes, and so many more share their stories and give a human face to many of the cartoon characters we've grown up with. Winner of an mm-hmm. Annie in 2013, this documentary will truly have you saying, I know that voice. This oh, yeah. This intends to expose the word, says the word should be the world, to the fascinating and all too often unrecognized world of voiceover acting. From the talent that does the acting to the people behind the animation cells that make this work into an art form. And there's a number of, let's see how many of these, these people here that you and I recognize. Okay. We have yeah. John, Di- John DiMaggio. Yeah. Yeah. David Herman. I'm not familiar with him. I'm not either. Adam West. Yeah, of course. Yep. Yep. Seth Green. Yeah. Yep. Mark Hamill. Yeah, of course. Joker. Clan- and Hobgoblin. The Joker. Clancy Brown. Don't know. I, I don't know that one. Maybe you do. I do. He voiced Lex Luthor in the um, Superman animated series. Okay. And if you Hank ever watch the... Yeah, Hank Azaria. Yeah, I know he... Yeah, I, I do too. Uh, Brecken Meyer. I do know He's Brecken familiar, Meyer. But... Mm-hmm. I don't... He's familiar, I, but I'm I not sure what any work he's done. He's done... Uh... I can see it in my head, but I can't. The name escapes me at the moment. Yeah. I did. I didn't know he was a voice actor. I know him as a regular actor. Yeah. Some people do both. I know Clancy Brown can because. But you've ever seen, you, I know you don't watch TV, but I know you don't watch TV. But uh, in those progressive commercials with that annoying little box, that voice belongs to Clancy Brown. Hmm. Brecken Meyer did a movie with Amy Smart. The name of it escapes me. I know I've seen it, but it escapes me right now. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Pamela Adlon. Nothing with that one. Nope. Tom Kenny. Yeah, I am familiar with that one. I think he's the voice of SpongeBob. Jason Marsden. He's going to be a Dragon Con. The next one you and I are both familiar with, and I have her autograph on top of that. Tara Strong. Tara Strong. You got the autograph. Yes. I got my pick taken with her. <laughs> and and you got to do Harley versus Harley. Yep. Hi, and, speaking of, and speaking of which, guess what? Janet's here. Hey, Janet. Hey, Harley. Hey Shirley, hi Jan. Hi Jan. Hey, what's up? We're just much. going down the list. We're going down the list of uh, the cast members of this voice acting uh, documentary. I had to see how many uh, Shirley and I recognize. Well, yeah. You wanna know? Hey, Tim. I had a very hot hmm. day today. Would you like to hear the Reader's Digest condensed version, the medium version, or the full version? Reader's I'm Digest. Reader's Digest. Okay. I was walking through the family room. Osmo left his toy in the middle of the floor. I stepped on it. I fell. I broke my glasses. The lens fell out oh and got shattered into a million pieces. So I'm using an emergency pair of glasses. Uh, audience members, if you have a dog that likes to chew on Nyla bones, make sure they don't leave him in the middle of the floor. If you step on him, especially on a on a tile floor, it's like stepping on fucking ice. Mm. That is all. Okay. Okay, going back to the list here. Nolan North. Okay. He sounds familiar. He yeah. Says, yeah, he does. I can't place him, though. Rachel McFarland. No, don't, not familiar with her. Jim Cummings. Okay, that name sounds I believe familiar he's Winnie to the me. Pooh. He's Winnie the Pooh, isn't he? I think so. Yeah. Elizabeth Elizabeth Daly. If it's E. G. Daly, that's what I'm thinking of. Could be. 
Next, yeah. next cut. Next, the next two I know: Bray Delisle. Yeah, I know who she is. David Faustino. Let's see. He was on Married with Children. Hmm. And then he went on to become a voice actor. That's pretty good. But yeah. But Bunny, mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know he was a voice actor though. I didn't know either. Twenty percent. Even. Steven Root? Mm, don't know that one. Alana Ubach? Nothing for that one either. Billy West. Oh, yeah. What oh, was yeah. he? What was he? Billy West has done everything. He's done, let's see, I think he did Stimpy. He's done, he was Papa Rosso and the Magician. Let's see. That uh, was him? Shaggy. Yes. That was Billy West, yep. He did Shaggy for a little while. Yeah, I did Shaggy at one point. Um, I know he's done others too. Uh, I think he he was um, Fry in Futurama. Fry. He's done, I mean, yeah, he's done a lot. And then let's see, Ed Asner, Edward Asner. Yep. Uh, I don't remember him as a car. Oh, he was in Gargoyles, wasn't he? Yes, he was in Gargoyles. He did. Um, oh, what was that? What was that guy's name in Batman the Animated Series? Oh, I know who you're talking about, and I can't remember it. Yeah, it's the bad. Uh, bad do, do you know what Ed Asner? What show Ed Asner was famous for? Lou Grant. That's what I was trying to think. And the Mary Tyler Moore show. But, but. He started. He did marry Tyler Moore first. Right, I know. Let's see. I know. I know the character Daggett. Yeah. It was Roland Daggett. I remember the name now. Bingo. Exactamundo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he also voiced. Bingo. I think he also voiced that character in Up. The the the, the guy the, who owned the, the house. The crusty old balloons. man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a, he's Diedrich, a good voice actor. Cedric Bader? Yes, he was Batman and Batman Brave and the Bold. If you don't know the next two, you've been living under a rock. Okay. The next one is one of the one, another of the voice actors I look up to. Besides Tara Strong and some of the other ones I told you about. Kevin Conroy. Oh, of course. Bat. Yeah. I, I rue the day he retires the character and somebody else takes it over because, to me, Kevin Conroy is Batman. Mm-hmm. And the next one is, is I think, probably Shirley's number one or maybe number two. Stephen Bloom. Yes. And I believe all three of us are members of the Bloom Vox Studios community. Even though this I don't participate much in the activities. I don't yeah, either. I, I, I haven't done that much lately either, but then, you know, I've been busy, so. Yeah, you have a legitimate excuse. Yeah. I know him as the voice of Ritlock Sunstone in Guild Wars 2. Mm-hmm. Then uh, we have Jennifer Hale. Yep. No. Nope. I'm familiar with her. Who's she? She she's done a lot of voices. Um, I think she, if she's not she was one of the guy one of the spies in Totally Spies. She has done a lot since the eighties. I know. D. Bradley Baker. Yeah. No. 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 Hey, I'm not into the mm. animated voices. Bill Lamar. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. What were some of the shows he was in? Uh, he was the Green Lantern in uh, uh Justice League. He was Samurai Jack. Oh, he's the oh the, so so he was the a guy? Beat. I almost had it. Hey. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he's responsible. He's responsible for this. You, m- I almost had him. I had him. I almost had him. <laughs> you stuttering prick, you. Shut up. Woo, woo. We'll get the uncensored version tomorrow night. Oh, 
Yep. Yeah, and, and speaking and speaking of that sound effect, we have another voice actor in that same clip. Yep, Rob Paul. And I'm, I'm a, who was also on this list. He won't mm-hmm. show up on the list until you know quite a few ways down, but we want to knock him off right here because he's also in that sound clip. He's the one that, that started both. laughing. He's the one that started yep. laughing. Have you seen the original Talking Tunes? Yeah, I did. So that so that Samurai Jack clip that I like so much, that's both Phil Lamar and Rob Paulson? Yeah, well, actually, the one with Rob Paulson saying, shut up, was actually from a different episode. Right, but I mean, those are, those are the two voice actors. Yes, correct. Phil Lamar and Rob Paulson. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And I happen to be friends with Rob Paulson on Facebook. Uh, see, the next one. Then the, oh, you finally added him? Yeah. Uh, the next one, all three of us know the next one. And here's a subtle hint. Oh, my. <laughs> George Takei. What did he voice act in? Besides, Hello? Uh, I'm here. I'm here. What did he uh, voice act in besides Star Trek oh, the Animated Series? Uh, Tim, are you going to enlighten me or do I have to sound like an idiot? Again, I don't know. I'm just yeah. going to have a list of names here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Next. Next one. Yeah, let's go on to the next one. I'll look that up later. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. He was... Let's see. He was Panthro in the 2011 Thundercats. Uh, He's done work, I know, on the Justice League tunes. I believe he was the voice of of Virgil's dad in Static Shock. Okay. So... In other words, I know he's, he's versatile. He's versatile, mm-hmm. in other words. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I would say most of these are. Uh, next one is Cree Summer. Oh, yes. One of the first things she ever did. She was the voice of Penny on Inspector Gadget. She did a kid, huh? Yep. Oh, yeah. So did the next one. Still does. She actually, she's done more than one. Nancy mm-hmm. Cartwright. Oh, yeah. Lisa Simpson. No. Actually, it's Bart. 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 Oh, hey, I Bart was half the Simpson. Yeah. Right show, wrong, right show, wrong character. She also, ha, ha. Nelson, the bully. Another yeah. one. I didn't know she another one. Oh, yeah. Ha, ha. Hmm. I've seen a video somewhere, YouTube maybe, I don't know, where she where I actually showed her doing his voice. Uh, next yeah. one is Lauren Tom. Yeah. Then it's a familiar Maurice LaMarche. Uh, LaMarche, oh yeah. Forgive my ignorance on half of these names. That's fine. It's okay. That's, that's fine. Maurice LaMarche, I think we both obviously know who that is. Then comes Rob Paulson, which we who we already we did him further up because of the sound clip. So I'll I'll skip over him now because we've already done him. Uh, next right. one is J- Jeff Bennett. He's uh, I forgot what he's done. I have no idea. Okay. Out of, out of the ones that are left, I only know three of them. Okay. And he and he isn't one of them. Then we have Darren Norris. D A R A N Norris. Mm, don't know that one. Gary Anthony Williams. The name's familiar, but I'm not sure what he's done. Wait a minute, did I say three? I meant four. I know okay. I, you and I both you and I I know you and I both know the next one, although you may or may not be able to pick up on it right away. Okay. Corey Burton. Oh, yes. I believe he was Spike. 
and bronze and shockwave. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Cass Susie. Cass Susie, yeah. She was the voice of Linka in Captain Planet. She was the voice of Mona and Faceless and the Magician. In fact, she voiced all the she voiced all the women, and she voiced a couple of the of the younger kids too. So that's why, yeah, because I, I know that. Why I cast sounded familiar. Yeah, she sounded familiar. All the women, and she voiced some of the little. She voiced some of the kids like that. Uh, that one, the the junior episode. She was the voice of the boy. Yeah, the. She was a good voice actor, too, especially yeah, playing the yeah. older woman. Mm-hmm. There's only three. There's, there's only three left, and I know all three of them. Okay. Next one, Barry Walgren. Yeah. She's pretty prominent nowadays. Mm-hmm. She did. What shows? She did Shape in uh, Guild Wars Two. She's done a number of different shows. I can't oh, think so of any else on my. Not only does she voice shows, but she voices um, video games. Video that. Some do. So does Steve. Yeah, some do. Does. Steve Bloom does, too. They Both mm. both of them were in Guild Wars, too. Um, I'm surprised. I'm, I'll be surprised, though, looking at the last two names. There's, I can think of at least one very prominent one that's not listed. And I don't know if that's because he's not in there or because they just decided not to put him in there, but... We'll get to that when we get there. The next to last one is Robin Atkin Downs. Okay, that one I'm not familiar with, I'm afraid. Uh, I, can, I can visualize. Let me pull him up here. On Wikipedia, because I'll have it already put together. Okay, he has appeared in, uh, I'm assuming, oh, Okay, he, he was a voice actor in the following films. I'm, I'm gonna, only going to list just a few of them, not all of them. Um, Justice League, The New Frontier, as the That's Guardian. Okay. Uh, Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, as Prime number three. Justice League, Doom, as Alfred Pennyworth and Jack. Um... Uh, Superman versus the Elite as Manchester Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Man and Captain America Heroes United as Dr. Bump and Computer Voice number two. Uh, Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice as Doomsday. He uh, did Angelo in Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Batman the Killing Joke? No, I haven't. Uh, you wouldn't remember. How about Batman and Harley Quinn? Yeah, I have that one. <laughs> she, she bought that for me, so I know she's seen that. He uh, mm-hmm. voiced Rhino in that. Ah, and then on TV, again, I'm just going to pick pick and choose here. Jonah Melville, he did Jonah Melville on Ben 10. Ah. He, he did uh, Firefly, Cobra, and Ten-Eyed Man on Batman, the Brave, and the Bold. Ah. In the 2011-2012 Thundercats, the 2011 one, he voiced Mumra, Atticus, Captain, Cornelius, Tunar, and others. Oh, wow. Yeah. In Green Lantern, the animated series, he voiced Gilbroom and Steam Lantern. Uh-huh. In, uh, Ultimate, in Ultimate Spider-Man, he voiced Annihilus and Abomination. Uh-huh. And... In Voltron Legendary Defender, he voiced former Galra prisoner Haxus and Shay's father. And Transformers Robots in Disguise, he voices Blame Snort, Jacknab, and Pilfer. What Snort? 
one word, flame snort. Okay. And then in DuckTales in 2017, he voices Falcon Graves. Hmm. And, and he has a lengthy list of video games on YouTube probably <laughs> wouldn't be familiar with, so I'm not going to even bother going through those. But he has an, a pretty extensive voice acting history. Mm-hmm. The last All one... Right. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. We, you know what? We, we only have a drum roll for the last one. Okay, uh, I'm give you a second here. Time for the short drum roll. Here we go. And the last one is Richard Stephen Corbett. Hmm, don't know that one, I'm afraid. What if I said, ay, 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 ay! Alpha 5? That's the one. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in Battle of the Planets, wasn't he? And I, I only know him as the no, voice seven, of Alpha 5. Yeah, 7 Star 7 was done by Alan Young. Okay, but where does Alpha 5 come in? Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. Okay, never mind. That's I right. am so far behind. It's all right. All right. All right. Now, um, all right. Surely, wait, 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 hold hold it, Tim. Go ahead. There is one glaring omission that the one I talked about before. I don't know if it's because he may not be in the documentary, or they purposely excluded him, or if he wasn't available. I don't know what. Who do you think uh, I consider to be a very glaring exclusion from this list? Peter Cullen? Okay. Peter Cullen and Frank Wilker, I'll give you those two, but they, they, neither of which is... Both of which are technically correct, but not the answer I'm looking for. Hmm. But then again, Peter Cullen and Frank Wilker have been in just about everything you can think of, so... Mm-hmm. I have no clue. And, and it's... It, it, I'm surprised because he's extremely prominent right now. Troy oh. Baker. Troy oh, Baker. yeah. Troy Baker, okay. yeah. Again, what did he do for anima- animation? Oh, God, where do I start? Give me the first three on the list, okay? Well, i got to pull the list up first because I haven't seen everything he's done. But he's uh. one of my... I know he he's done he does some voices in uh, video games too. Okay, let's see here. I'm sorry for putting you through hell, but I'd like to know what uh, these people are. Well, I'm gonna try. Let me see if I can find something you would recognize. Uh, let's see here. Um, animation. Okay, here we go. I'll start more recently. Go backwards. Uh. He voiced Lord Decibel in Ben 10, 2017. Right. Okay. Uh, in Justice, Justice League Action, he voiced Hawkman, Jonas Glim, and Kanto. Uh, he voiced, uh, he voiced uh, Loki and Hermod in the, I'm assuming the animated Guardians of the Galaxy in okay. 2016. Okay. And that, in Batman Unlimited, he was the Joker. Ooh. I've got to hunt up that show, Batman Unlimited, and see if I can find his character. All right. In Transformers, Transformers Robots in Disguise, he did Steel Jaw, Vector Prime, and others. Okay. Uh, let's see. And one more. One more. I'll do one more. Let's see. There's some direct-to-video films. I'll pick one of those. Um, okay, I haven't. I don't have this one. I haven't seen it, but I would probably like to because it's a Batman movie. Lego Batman the movie. DC superheroes unite. He did Batman.
I watched a little bit of that. He is Batman, Two Face, and Brainiac. Oh, wow. That and in the, in, the, in, the, in the most recent one, Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, he did yeah. something something that I think nobody has ever done before, at least not to my knowledge anyway. He voiced the protagonist and the antagonist. Wow. Same movie. He, hmm. he did Batman and Joker, both. Nice. Wow. And I believe I believe he was the first one to ever do ever do that. One or huh. most would do one or the other, but not both. He did right. both in the same movie. Wow. And, I, and he's just he's just and he's got a lengthy video game list. He there's a whole bunch of stuff I have Troy Baker's done. I haven't even I haven't even scratched the surface of everything he's done. He's very, wow. very, very prolific. Thank yeah. you for enlightening me a little bit, Tim. Thank you for enlightening me a little bit. All right. Okay, let's change the subject here for a second. Um. All right. You know, fall's coming. You know what that means. We're going to have the overrun of pumpkin spice. Well, last year we had, I saw the pumpkin spice cough drops. Well, this year they're really going all out with pumpkin spice spam. Bar. <coughs> No, 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 hell no, no. Hey, Shirley, real no. quick. I did, you do, no. did you do the feel-good story I posted yesterday? No, I was going to do that next. Okay. <sighs> All right, so here's what's going on. This was posted yesterday, updated today. Honolulu, out of Honolulu, Hawaii, from Hawaii News Now. As fall approaches, more and more companies are announcing their holiday-themed products. But here's one you probably would never have expected. Pumpkin Spice Spam. A spokesperson for the company confirmed the creation, or abomination, in an email to Hawaii News Now. Pumpkin Spice Spam will be sold online only starting September 23rd at Walmart.com and Spam.com. Wondering what Spam with fall spices tastes like? Spam Pumpkin Spice combines deliciousness with creativity, allowing the latest variety to be incorporated into a number of brunch recipes to an easy picking-up snack, the company spokesperson said. In 2017, Spam joked about it in a Facebook post, but it certainly sparked a spirited conversation among Spam connoisseurs. <laughs> Barf, that, that would have been better. Better off than the really gross stuff we discussed last night. Yeah, I'll see. I'll ask somebody, hey, would you like? Hmm, we have someone named Universal Moore in the chat room. Hello. Oh, Moore. All right. Anyway, I think we all know what we're gonna say about this this pumpkin spice spam. No. <laughs> no. 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 No! Shut up! <laughs> Woo. It's like no. I, I, don't think I, so. I am no fan of that. I'm sorry. I'm just not. No, I'm not either. It's I like savory. I like sweet. But uh, just I do, not together uh, like that. Just not together. There are some savory and sweet things that do go good together. Just not mm-hmm. spam up and spice. All right. Okay, this is your feel-good story, Janet. The high school cross-country team takes lonely children... Oh, yes, go right ahead. Well, let me get to Facebook. Damn it. Okay. Well, the the link's already there in the chat, so... Okay, let me get over. Let me get over there. But I just like that idea. You know, idea that... It's twofold. Hmm. Okay. Okay. What? Is our guest still in the... Let's see, hold on. I'll let you know. Okay. Yep. 
And it serves a twofold purpose. Mm-hmm. High school cross country team takes lonely shelter dogs on their morning runs. And I'm just trying to see when this is posted. It doesn't have a post date on it, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Members of the St. Joseph High School cross-country team in California invited more than a dozen shelter dogs to accompany them on their morning run this week. Each teammate was paired with a dog from the Santa Barbara County Animal Shelter before heading out for a long run as one big happy group. Okay, what just happened? Shit, guess what? Don't worry, I got this. There's a little more. I am not Hold sure who was I am not sure who, who was more excited and having the most fun, the dogs or the kids, Coach Luis Escobar said. Either way, it was a great time, and I am sure we will do it again sometime soon. Hopefully, this becomes a regular thing and that it inspire the, inspires other schools to try it out, too. And then there's a video of it. But you want to know something? That's great that it benefits both man and beast. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is a good thing. You know. Yep. So definitely. And then there's a video of that, him running. There's a video of yeah. him running. Yeah. And well, you know what? That 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 cross country team deserves a round of applause. Yeah. yeah and it's, uh, Dog, they've got one dog that wants to check out everything, and one of the mm-hmm. do- one of the cross country team members is walking her dog, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's one guy bringing up the rear, that's carrying mm-hmm. her, her or his dog. I think the okay. little dog got tired of running. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys have heard about the situation at the Sheraton. Atlanta, it's been having issues with Legionnaire's disease. Well, we just got this news. The Sheridan Atlanta is open tomorrow. Yay. And you were sweating bullets. A lot of DragonCon attendees were sweating bullets. <laughs> you know, because of the fact that it's one, the main host hotel where all the panels and stuff are held. Actually, it's one of the host hotels. Right. There's five. Right. All right. So yeah. anyway, um, all right. This was posted today and updated less than an hour ago. All right. So Sheridan Atlanta said it reopened today. I thought it was going to be tomorrow, but it's today. After it closed voluntary on July 15th due to an outbreak of Legionnaire's disease. Earlier during the day, state officials said the downtown Atlanta hotel was cleared to do so. The hotel was cleared. Listen to this. The hotel was cleared to to do so. (laughs) Spell check. (laughs) I'm a spelling freak. To to do so, huh? At least it was to to do so and not to do do so. (laughs) Oh, my. Yep, it was clear to to do so. <laughs> Environment- <laughs> Environmental sampling results from the Sheridan Atlanta Hotel area in the hotel's cooling tower and in a decorative fountain in the hotel atrium. Georgia Department of Public Health officials confirmed to 11 to the entire hotel water distribution system, including the cooling tower and decorative fountain, has been made. Nancy Nightham, a spokeswoman with the department, said... Fulton County Board of Health today, the Sheraton was cleared to open its doors. Thursday evening, Sheraton Atlanta had full services. An extensive investigation has identified no evidence of a risk of Legionella exposure at the hotel at this time, a spokesperson for the hotel said in a news release. According to health officials, cases of Legionnaire's disease have been confirmed as stemming the cases are all tied to people who stayed at or visited the Sheraton Hotel in Atlanta between June 22nd and July 15th. said that up to 66 probable cases of Legionnaire's disease were tied to the outbreak. 
Probable cases are defined as instances in which people had illness consistent with Legionnaire's disease, including pneumonia diagnosed by a clinician or chest x-ray, but without laboratory confirmation. Legionnaire's disease is a serious type of pneumonia caused by a bacteria known as Legionella. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Legionnaire's disease can cause pneumonia symptoms including cough, shortness of breath, muscle aches, headache, and fever. People can catch the disease by inhaling the bacteria in a public place. It can't be passed by it can't be passed by the skin from person to person. Sheridan Atlanta said periodic sampling and testing in accordance with DPH recommendations would continue. Okay. Surely? So yes. You were cutting in and out were kinda of bad. I know. Um you know what that Outbreak of Legionnaire's disease back in 1974. I think it was 74. No, I believe it was 76. Well, anyway, that was traced to the water in the hotel's cooling tower, just mm-hmm. like in Atlanta. Yep. Did, did, didn't I tell you at one point, you know, they, why don't they check out the AC tower, the cooling tower? Didn't I say that to you? Yep, and sure enough, it worked. It, well, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I shown up. It worked, man. Yeah. Or or Yoda would go something like, and this you know about, man? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm just glad it, glad it got cleared before the end of the month. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, cleared two weeks before Dragon Con, which is a good thing. Yes, it is. But the good okay. news is, all I do with the shirt is pick up my badge anyway, because everything else I do is either going to be at usually the Marriott is where my favorite panels are. All right. So. But let's see what else. Ooh la la! I don't know why I'm talking like this. <laughs> Under the shell with the shredder. Ooh. Yeah. Mhm. Uh, you do know Uncle Phil and the shredder person, right? Right. <laughs> okay. Now, um, oh boy, I wonder. I wonder if this is going to be um. This probably could have been considered last night. Listen to this. Uh-huh. 449 to 126 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. Yeah. That's almost as bad as Death Valley. Yeah. But listen to this. New beer flavor becomes big dill in the Lone Star State. Yes, I said dill, as in dill pickle. Blah. What are they trying to do? Make us puke? I don't know. I feel like some of these should have qualified for last night, too. <laughs> All right. Anyway, in Fort Worth, flavor of beer is becoming a big. Martin House Brewing Company has seen up with best made pickles and will start serving pickle beer on Saturday. <laughs> Our friends at Best Made Pickles created a pickle dedicated to the salty lady. They actually put lemon zest and coriander into every jar, said the Facebook post. Now, this isn't the first time the brewing company has made something picture perfect. They released Tequila Barrel Aged El Tuco, which they say pairs well with the Salsa Verde beer. If you want to be the first in line to crack a cold one, you can RSVP for the pickle beer launch on Martin House's Facebook. And if you live in Texas, you can request to have the alcohol delivered to your doorstep. It's like, holy crap. <laughs> Whoa. Is that the end of the article? Yes. Did you, you, you two know who Bobcat Goldwave is, don't you? Yes. Him and comedian Dana Gould were injured in a crash in Atlanta. Ooh. Oh. Okay, let me get this. May I read it? Yes. Okay, let me get over here. 
Okay. Are you okay. ready yet? Oh, there it is. Okay. I'm ready. There it is. Comedians Bobcat Goldwaith, Dana Gould, injured in a crash in Atlanta. And this is posted today, August 15th, and updated today. Today at 8.58 p.m. Okay. <clears throat> Two well-known comedians were hospitalized Thursday on the way to a gig in Atlanta. It was no joke when Dana Gould and Bobcat Goldwaith were involved in an accident outside the Relapse Theater located at 380 14th Street in Midtown Atlanta. The venue sent out an email to ticket holders explaining the reason behind the event being canceled early Thursday evening. Hmm. Crash happened around 6.25 p.m. near the corner of 14th and Merkaslin Streets. Atlanta police said the woman driving the comedians was arrested for driving on a suspended license out of California and was cited for failure to yield while turning left. The driver's name has not been released. Police said Gould and Gold, Goldwave were both taken to Grady Memorial Hospital with minor injuries. The two were booked to do a live taping as part of the show with Two Heads comedy tour. Goldwaith is best known for his role as Zed in the Police Academy franchise and his work with Robin Williams during his many years as a standout comic. Gold is best known as being a writer for The Simpsons and his work on the Ben Stiller show outside of the stand-up work. The full extent of the entertainer's injuries were not immediately known. No word on their shows in Athens and Nashville on Friday and Saturday. Okay. But... That woman was still driving on a freaking suspended, suspended license. license. Yeah, apparently so. Idiot. Oh my. Like, congratulations, stupid. You are stupid. Yep. You are stupid. Yep. You are stupid. 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 And don't forget, you are stupid. Are we? That, that, that oh nailed it. yeah, that nailed it. Mhm. Nailed it. Yep. But you know, I wonder if if the two guys were aware that she was driving on a suspended license. More than likely, no. I wonder how long she'd been driving before the accident. Good question. But anyway, guess what? We've got two minutes and seven seconds left. Oh. And by the way, Janet, I already did my Extreme Rant Rocket on the lack of a gag reel. Oh, I read that. I was yeah. reading your posts to other people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, uh, tomorrow night, of course, it's Friday, and that means the naughty Mad Libs. Naughties. I'm bringing all of the naughties. Not just some of yes. them, I'm bringing all of them. Yeah, we're not kidding either. Whoa! Oh, you sick, naughty fighting eagle, you. Wow. You're bringing <laughs> the fucks, the yep. bitches, the bastards, the dildos. Penises, vaginas, gynecologists, corners of Winslow, Arizona, uh, Colonel Muammar Kofifi of the Battle of Bowling Green, and Lieutenant Jefferson Hamburger of the Battle of LaGuardia International Airport. That's right. About that other stuff. Yep. Well, anyway, it's time to wrap things up by saying, please remember to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us at our website, beyondtheairwaves.weebly.com. If you ever miss an episode, there are three ways to catch up. First, there's the Stitcher.com app available on iTunes, Google Play, and the Amazon Kindle Store. Second, you can listen to or download full episodes of the show from blogtalkradio.com. And finally, you can find us on iTunes. Just do a search in the podcast for Beyond the Airways, and you'll find many of our episodes there. So with that in mind, I'm going to say love, peace, and chicken grease. Everybody have a great night, sleep well, stay safe, and we'll see you tomorrow for the summer of naughty Mad Libs. And by the way, I am getting the right closing.
Because Janet, you missed the you missed this. I had the wrong opening going. This is correct. Yeah. What I did was I thought I had the right opening, but then I just said, "Oh shit, I got the weekend wrap up one." <laughs> oh my. Oh, oh right. Lauren that is has cool. had plates and screws put in her foot. Remember okay. she was. Well, and... Ooh, yuck. Anyway, that is it for tonight. Have a great night, and remember. You, I almost had him. I had him. I almost had him. <laughs> you stuttering prick, you. Shut up. Woo. That's one. I'm Groot. Mm-hmm. I'm Groot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm Groot. Oh shit! The twin. <laughs> and let's see. I feel like a natural woman. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> what the hell? Shut up! <laughs> okay. All right, that's all for tonight. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. Night, y'all. Take care, everybody. Oh, 